0: Well, hello there, grown-ups. You already know that we depend on your support to keep making Bust or Trust, but we have some exciting news for supporters. If you
1: subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to
0: all our episodes. But there's more. You will now get a weekly newsletter full of fun facts, book recommendations, fun new words and a monthly colouring poster to print at home featuring some of the weird and most wildest mysteries we've investigated.
1: To support the show and get access to all these great goodies, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts, subscribe to Patreon via Spotify or visit patreon.com forward slash Podcast. For more information, visit our website at trust.
0: you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling
1: cases? Or are you a ghostly shadowy figure looking for advice on holiday destinations that aren't sunny at all?
0: It's not a ghostly shadowy figure, Tin, and your eyes are playing a trick on you. Or are they? (sighs) Are you a
1: Mythbuster or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan and I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or
0: Trust, a kids mystery podcast. And, and we, we are, are the Busters, Busters or, Trusters. or Trusters.
1: We will look into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all types of the unexplained, such as just who did let the dogs out.
0: Who, 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 who? We will never know we dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then, it's up to you, our chief detectives. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case appealing or just appalling? Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth-truster,
1: like me? Because the famous painter Pablo Picasso said... Everything you can imagine is real. I
0: can imagine we've got a box of amazing chocolates right here for today's show.
1: Ah, brilliant. Where are they? Exactly. Ah, drats. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch, and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or, the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on our previous cases, so stay tuned.
0: But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information and start cutting your pumpkin. No, I mean, start putting together your case.
1: The case.
0: Ouch! Oh, Have you got a plaster, Tiernan? Yeah, I think so. Uh, What do you need it for? I've cut my finger on something sharp. Look. Oh
1: no, I can't stand the sight of blood. Here's the plaster and never show me that again,
0: thanks. Uh oh, you might not do well with this case then. It's a grisly, gruesome one.
1: Well, at least the chief detectives will only have to hear about it, not have their co-host waving a bleeding finger at them.
0: That is true. And while this case is perfect for our spooky Halloween episode, I think it might only really upset you if you're a
1: goat. Well, I don't think our chief detectives are that kind of kids, so they should be fine. Unless you mean goat as in greatest of all time, which they all are.
0: Don't think flattery will bring them to Team Truster on this one, Tien, and I'm pretty sure that the case of the Chupacabra is an easy win for Team Buster.
1: The Chupacabra, the scary vampire creature that's known for sucking the blood of goats and other farm animals. I'm not so sure. They might just find it all a bit draining. Get it?
0: But why don't you start them off with some facts anyway? The legend of the chupacabra comes from Puerto Rico, in the Caribbean. Puerto Rico is a series of islands and is famous for its amazing beaches and also for being home of the coqui frog, which is the size of a US dime or a UK five-pence piece. The chupacabra is sadly not as cute as a tiny frog and it has been described as looking like many different things. The most common description, though, is that it's a large reptile with spines on its back It's the size of a small bear and hops around on its back legs like a kangaroo. It is said to attack and drink the blood of farm animals with a particular taste for goats. The name Chupacabra actually comes from a Puerto Rican comedian and DJ and it means goat sucker. Some people think it's an alien creature, some a strange experiment gone wrong and one animal expert in South America is certain it's a vampire bat with superpowers.
1: Fangs for that, Athena. So it's up to our chief detectives to work out if the chupacabra exists or not. And where better to start than getting our teeth into the evidence? First piece of evidence. For our first piece of evidence, we're going to start with the attacks on farm animals that the chupacabra has been blamed for. In February 1975, in a small Puerto Rican town called Moca, newspapers reported that 15 cows, 3 goats, 2 geese and a pig had all been found dead. They'd been drained of blood, but there were no wounds apart from two small holes in their neck. At the time, locals said it was the vampire of Mocha. But when it happened again in March 1995, with the deaths of eight sheep, people said it was this strange creature that came to be known as the Chupacabra. The sheep had three holes in their chest and were also drained of blood. Several months later, in August of that year, 150 animals were reportedly killed in the same way.
0: I'm going to stop you there, Tiernan. You are correctly using the word reportedly, which means it was something people said. But that doesn't mean it was true. Many of the tales of these dead farm animals are just that, tales. Not only that, but there are explanations for some of them too. Firstly, in the area of Mocha at that time, there had also been reportings of very large, six foot long Puerto Rican boas, which are a type of snake, so they also have fangs and they are very Deadly to livestock. Okay, but those
1: snakes are well known to devour their prey whole, which is, well, gross. I mean, chew your food, please. But they don't drain the blood from them.
0: Which is why I was about to say there are also the reports from the Puerto Rican Department of Agriculture where they examined 300 animals said to have been killed by the chupacabra they found absolutely none of them had been completely drained of blood, as the reports had claimed, meaning they could have died from illness or another predator entirely, but not necessarily a vampire alien lizard thingy.
1: Okay, but not completely drained of blood means that maybe the Chupacabra was just full up and knew when to stop. I respect that. And our next piece of evidence might help persuade the chief detectives that the Chupacabra is definitely real. Second piece of evidence. Piece of evidence number two are the accounts from eyewitnesses who saw the chupacabra. One of these is Madeline Tolentino, who said that her and her mother saw the creature outside their home in Canóbanas, Puerto Rico, before it quickly disappeared around the corner. Madeline said it had dark eyes, walked on two legs with thin arms that had three fingers at the end. It had spines all down its back and no ears or nose, but two little air holes on the side of its head. She also, and I am sorry, Chief Detectives, said it didn't have a bottom.
0: It didn't have a bum? Well, now I know this is ridiculous. Surely everything has a bum? Even, even worms have a bum? Hang on, which end of a worm is its bum? I don't know, but I know how to find out. But seriously, that's a lot of description for something Madeline only saw for a brief second. Most people wouldn't remember all those details of something that quickly disappeared. Writer and sceptic Benjamin Radford went to Puerto Rico to interview Madeline Tolentino, and he discovered that very shortly before she reported the sighting, she'd seen a scary science fiction film that was out at the time called Species. In that film, there is an alien monster that looks, that's right, exactly as the description she gave of the chupacabra. But Madeline Tolentino
1: wasn't the only person to see the chupacabra. There were over 200 other reports of Chupacabra sightings in 1995 alone. And many years earlier, in 1975, just months after the animals were found dead for the first time, a man in Coruscant said he came across a huge creature with a round
0: head and a hairy tail that barked like a small dog. That is weird, but also a completely different description to what everyone else has seen – Either the Chupacabra goes through a lot of costume changes or it's a lot of different animals people are mistaken for monsters. And you said many witnesses or a man, but there's no names for any of them, meaning there's no way of telling if any of them are real or not. That is a fair point
1: on all of those things. And I'm hoping that the Chupacabra is like a pop star who changes outfit after every song. But piece of evidence number three is something a little bit more solid for you. Third piece of evidence. In 2007, a woman in Texas named Phyllis Canyon claimed to have found what she said were the remains of dead chupacabras. Phyllis and her neighbours found three bodies outside her ranch in San Antonio, America. According to her description... It is one ugly creature. It has big ears, large fang teeth and greyish blue, mostly hairless skin. I've seen a lot of nasty stuff. I've never seen
0: anything like this.
1: There is a picture of her holding up the head of one. It is not a pretty looking pup.
0: Oh, it's not, is it? But again, it doesn't look like anything anyone else described when they saw a chupacabra either. A biologist at the University of Michigan studied these bodies and said they were Definitely coyotes that had mange. Coyotes are animals very similar to wolves, and they live in North America. And mange is a type of skin disease that causes animals, including coyotes, to lose their fur, have a funny smell, and weaken them, meaning they'd probably prey on easy animals to catch, like goats. Coyotes also have two sharp canine teeth at the front of their mouth that look like, yes,
1: fangs. Well, maybe the chupacabra was just dressed up in a coyote with mange disease outfit that day.
0: I don't get how you can be very unpicky about how you look, then really fussy about your food and only want to drink blood. They should be just as varied with their food too. Chupacabras are missing out on some great grub.
2: I am going to drink your blood, (laughs) Wait! Are you sure? What do you mean, am I sure? I am Count Dracula, a vampire. Of course I'm sure.
0: But there's so many other blood alternatives out there.
2: Blood alternatives? What do you mean?
0: Well, have you tried soy blood? Or almond blood? Or what about oat blood? Oh, it goes great in coffees and teas.
2: Oat blood? I have to bite into the teeny tiny necks of oats to drain them of their life source. That sounds exhausting. How many oats would I need to make up one human neck? I do not have the time.
0: It in a carton. You should really try it out. Much better for the planet too.
2: But draining your blood would be one less person polluting the planet. So that's a win.
0: No, I work on making solar panels better. So please don't make me into a vampire. I need to be able to work in the daytime.
2: Oh, I hadn't realized. Sometimes you just get so caught up in the job, you forget about the impact you have on the world, you know?
0: Oh, tell me about it.
2: Well, You've persuaded me. I will send Igor to the organic shop to get me some oat blood.
0: Oh, thank you. You won't regret
2: it. I can't believe I'm free. Free? No, no. My pet werewolf still needs lunch, and he won't go anywhere near tofu.
0: You see... Maybe someone just needs to give chupacabras the options. Save a goat,
1: drink some oats. I think that's the catchphrase right there.
0: Absolutely. Now, the only thing there is no alternative to is being on Team Buster this week. No way.
1: It's up to the chief detectives to decide if the blood-sucking chupacabra exists or if it's just a bunch of sad coyotes causing trouble.
0: Let's recap the evidence.
1: Evidence Recap. Our first piece of evidence is all the farm animals that were found, sorry listeners, but big yuck alert here, drained of blood in Puerto Rico that locals said were killed by the chupacabra.
0: Except experts found they weren't drained of blood and, in one instance, there were also reports of large snakes in the area that would have been dangerous to livestock like goats and cows. The second
1: piece of evidence was the eyewitness report from Madeline Tolentino that described it as a strange
0: creature that has spines on its back, thin arms and, uh, no bum. But sceptic Benjamin Radford found that she'd just recently watched a science fiction film with an alien creature of exactly that description, so may have got confused. Our final piece of evidence were the dead bodies of chupacabras found in Texas. But biologists at the University of Michigan said there were coyotes suffering from a certain type of skin disease called mange, which makes them lose fur and smell funny. And these chupacabras looked nothing like the ones anyone else had said they'd seen. So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a chupacabra
1: mythbuster Or a chupacabra myth truster? We want to hear from you and what you think, and most importantly, which side you're on. I mean, it's Team Truster through and through though, isn't it?
0: There is no way our clever chief detectives are believing in a costume-changing vampire doc. They're definitely on Team Buster. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a Myth Truster or a Myth Buster when it comes to whether the chupacabra is real or
1: not. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes or thoughts to hello
0: at Or you can drop us a message on the Spotify Q&A. Tell us your name, age, what you think all the evidence means and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. If you send us a review on Apple or feedback on Spotify, we won't always be able to use your name and we won't always be able to use all the feedback. But we love hearing from you
1: and here are some thoughts from you lot, our chief detectives, on our previous cases
0: masked wolf had this to say about our roswell episode i am on team truster here because of the nurse seeing the aliens well i mean you have to trust nurses but maybe he just needs to speak to another nurse who was there on the same evening i'm gonna find one we'll do a special episode athena when you find
1: another one of the nurses from the 1947 roswell ufo crash and i'm very excited about it thanks masked wolf for being on team truster
0: Oh brilliant You listeners are the best listeners
1: Best Chief Detectives ever And if you enjoyed the show Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music Or wherever you listen to your podcasts For more great episodes We love to hear what you think So please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify And drop us questions on the Spotify Q&A too It helps more detectives find, bust or trust We'll even read out some of your reviews on our show
0: Heads up, Chief Detectives. If you liked that spooky episode and you want more, you're in luck, as next week will be another spooky, chilling episode. Oh, yeah. We're going to be chilling, just laying back, hanging out. No, we'll be working hard, trying to scare our Chief Detectives. Oh, no. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust.
1: Did you enjoy that vampire creature case, Athena?
0: Nope. I thought it sucked.
1: You are such a pain in the neck.
0: Say that again and I'll wave my horrid finger plaster at you. Ah, run away,
1: run away!